Welcome back to the podcast, Kings and Queens. This is the Not Basic Podcast with your host, Maddie. Go grab yourself a nice cold Diet Coke, throw some ice, lime, a little bit of coconut cream into that bad boy, and let's talk business. Why, hello, 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 my dear brothers and sisters. Welcome back to the Not Basic Podcast with your queen, Maddie. (laughs) Just kidding. Hey guys, happy freaking Friday. Happy Good Friday. And a happy Easter to all. And what a wonderful weekend it is to worship our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It is a beautiful, beautiful weekend. It's sunny here in Phoenix, Arizona. And wherever you're listening in this big, big world, I hope you're having a great, great Friday. I hope that you guys got to listen to the last episode. I really spoke from the heart. It was all about ending the stigma with mental health, something that's really, really important to me. You know, I've lost way too many brothers and sisters to suicide and there's just, it's so unbelievably heartbreaking in so many ways. And all I have to say is that I feel so passionately about this topic. And I so desperately want just everyone to know that they're not alone, that there's so much help and love and grace for you. But Hey, I went into it in the last episode. Go ahead and give it a listen, guys. It's End the Stigma Around Mental Health. It's the last episode on the Not Basic Podcast. Dive in. Let me know what you guys think. I hope you guys are having a great week, like I said. You know, let me just fill you guys in on what's going on with me. I had a great day today. Woke up around 8.30, there was people mowing their lawns, and can I just say, I think when it comes to, like, social awareness, guys, don't be, like, using the lawnmower, the leaf blower, the whatever, those power tools, anything like that, I think before 10 a.m., like, I'd say if it's 9 30 10 you should be fine but honestly just it's a little bit of respect if it's Saturday morning like okay fine 9 a.m but like in the weekdays and I get everyone's working and everyone's working but it just I I don't know I just think like the common courtesy of just like not waking the whole neighborhood up I don't know people are gonna listen to this and be like that's late enough but I just think, guys, people are enjoying their morning coffee. They're enjoying their morning Diet Coke. They're enjoying just not being up that early, at least for me. I am a sleeping kind of girl, full on. There's, okay, don't get me wrong. There's times in my life where I've gotten up at 5.30, worked out, did the whole regimen, but I will say that I genuinely enjoy like the pros and cons weighed out I would rather sleep in and work out in the evening than work out at 5 30 in the morning and go to bed at 8 p.m I just no it's not for me 
I said what I said. I said what I said. But I got woken up by them. But it's all good in the hood. I've been struggling with migraines because I'm still post-concussion, as you guys know. Anyway, it was still a great morning. I literally went on a walk with little dog O'Reilly. And I went grounding. Guys, if you haven't grounded before, let's just talk about grounding. It's amazing. The principle of grounding. Literally barefoot on ground. Hands touching the ground. Touching grass. You know how everyone's like, touch grass. Literally touch grass. It's so good for you. Right? We have electricity electricity pulsing through us. We are connected to the earth. God created it that way. There's currents that go through us, currents in the earth. It's all connected. The same reason that we love going to the seashore. There, The moon affects the ocean shore and the tide also affects us. It's all, it's all related. It's all connected. And you can actually gain energy from grounding and it can literally ground you. That's why they call it grounding. So do yourself a favor, put your bare feet in the ground and just ah, listen to the birds chirp. I got to do that today with my dog and we just got to lay in the grass. It was so nice and it was amazing. I was like, oh my gosh, I never want to touch my phone again. It was so weird. Like I am such just like, I've just struggled with like anxious struggles and I hate just repeating the same words over and over again, but like anxiety is so real. Depression is real. All those things are so real. I don't want to use them too much, take away the significance of the word, but just anxiousness and things like that. And literally when I ground, I literally don't feel like all that fear and worry. I just feel so grounded and just my brain is just like, ah, it's just, it's really good. So if you struggle with that and you need some ah for your brain, just get your bare feet in some grass, touch your hands to the grass, put the phone down. It's so tempting to take pictures. It's so tempting to scroll while you're doing it. Just put your phone away and just enjoy. It's so life-changing. So let me know what you guys think. I think it's a total game changer. I got to clean a little bit. One thing about me, I love a scrub daddy combo with Comet. Some may say I'm a crazy cleaner. Definitely gone that rep. No, literally like it's it's so crazy. But anyway, my one of my best friends, Allie, she knows exactly what I'm talking about. Like I'm I'm when it comes to cleaning, your girl goes crazy. I'm just kidding. I'm literally an average cleaner, but for some reason, it's just you know what? That's a story for another day. Anyway, so I want to talk about Love is Blind because three episodes drop today, April 7th, and I am loving this season. First of all, it's set in Seattle. I'm from Washington. You guys know that. I'm a Portlandia, Washingtonian girly. So, I love that aspect of it. I love the Northwest. I love connecting with people from up there. So, I'm obsessed. I'm into it. Anyway, Love is Blind Season 4. I've watched every season since the first season came out. And I I think it just gets... It's just been really good. Season 1, it was just like the pilot season, right? The first season, the launch... Season two, all right. Season three, really, really, really good. Season four, I'm loving it. It's just like, 
you know what I like want to say about this season? The guys have, they're emotionally intelligent. The guys, they talk to each other. There's like all these scenes where the guys, they connect with each other. They're really talking about their emotions. They're really talking about how they feel. It's just really, really cool. So I'm, I'm absolutely loving that. Um, it's amazing. I'm literally obsessed. So I love that about this season, you know, guys, if you're caught up, like if you're ready to watch the seasons that just dropped like last night, as in like past midnight. So they just dropped on today, April 7th, then listen to this part of the episode. If you are like, Maddie, you're going to spoil it for me. I'm only one or two episodes in. Okay. Then skip forward. Um, but I'm up to speed, so let's talk about it, and I put it on the story, on the podcast, Instagram, not basic podcast, do you guys want me to do a recap? You guys said yes, so I'm like, okay, let's do it, and all right, let's see, who are the couples we have right now? We have Micah and Paul, uh, we have Tiffany and Brett, Marshall and Jackie, let's see, Bliss and Zach, and then Kwame and Chelsea, okay, okay, so let's just kind of like go through. So let's start with Micah and Paul. First of all, Micah and Kwame, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. They should be together. And by that, I just mean literally Paul, Micah is, I don't, I personally think that they might not be the best match because she, I feel like she's a little bit too calculated he is so, he just gives off this naive energy. He's so trusting and just that puppy dog, just, oh my gosh, I love you. And Micah, it's just, she's cunning in some ways and she's manipulative and she's articulate and in the fact that she's strategic with what she does. And so that's my thing about it is I'm like, I don't know if they're the best match. Kwame and Micah have literally been flirting Every single time they see each other, it's so disrespectful to the people that they just became an official fiancés and relationships with other people. They always, they're always teasing each other. There's like the sexual tension. It's just like waiting for an affair to happen. And I'm like, it's so disrespectful. Like, honestly, I, I don't get it. Like, if you don't want to be with your person, then break up and be with that person. Like the last episode, they were literally like, like, are you like ever like, feel like you didn't make the right choice like and if you guys remember Micah and Kwame were each other's second pick right so Kwame picked Chelsea after Micah picked Paul and so they both kind of wanted each other but then went different ways and so it's all connected they still it's like they dated they had that deep connection and they're always talking about it like oh my gosh do we still have feelings for each other it's like okay guys that is so inappropriate and I know they just got engaged to these people but it's like still whether you're engaged or in a relationship or whatever you're exclusive to the people that you've promised you guys literally promised your life to them let alone you're in a relationship with them like you're in a relationship with them nonetheless and then the fact that you actually committed your life to them and you're still flirting with the person that you dated before and like, oh, do you ever regret it? Do you ever this? Like, that's just waiting for an affair to happen. So I'm like, Paul, obviously, I don't know how this season ends because it hasn't even aired yet, but I don't think that he should be with her long term. I don't think it's a recipe for, I think it's a recipe for disaster. Same with Kwame. Chelsea, all right, let's talk about Chelsea and Kwame. 
Chelsea, I think it was this last episode, she was just talking about she wants to have kids. Like, she's like, I want to have, I want to be a mother so bad. I've wanted to be a mother. And then Kwame's like, well, I want to, like, travel the world for three or four years. And I think she's, like, early 30s. And I think she's like, hey, I really want to have kids. And they didn't fight, but you could tell that they were both kind of at odds with what they really wanted. And and he's like, well, I feel like I'm always compromising. And she's like, that's what marriage is. And so, like, it's this weird. And, like, let's talk about it. Having kids is such just a foundational it's a value system believing that you want to have children and bear children and everything like that and I think Kwame probably does want children eventually but I don't know if he's ready to take that part in his life I think he's more like you know I kind of want to travel the world I want to be in love I want I don't really want to worry about that right now which honestly is super valid but the thing is, is it, are they going to work together? And then they have this other component of Micah and Kwame still doing their weird flirtation. Oh, we could have an affair. We could not. Are we willing to break up with our partners? Are we just teasing each other? They have that weird thing going on. So it's like, I don't even know if he's going to be faithful to her. And then also, I don't think they want the same things. So it's like, Chelsea, girl, I know that you've been searching for love, but like, you deserve someone that's going to give me those children. I'm sure she's like, yeah, but then if I meet someone else, what if it takes more years and then this and then this? And I get that. But like, honestly, what is meant for you? It will be. And like, that will happen. I just don't know if it's the right thing to marry someone that you have different values. Because maybe right now he's saying, oh, in three and four years, I'd be down for it. But then they get married a couple years down the road. And he's like, oh, maybe five or six. And all of a sudden she's in her late 30s for 40 and she's like oh my gosh like I'm wanting to be a mom so bad and you're stealing this from me my time and so she might feel like oh my gosh like I don't even know what I'm doing and then it could cause relationship conflict so I don't know I don't know but can we just talk about how unproblematic of a queen Tiffany is Tiffany and Brett I like them I was watching one of the episodes with my dad, and he's like, I don't know if I trust Brett. He seems like when he talks to her, he's not fully convinced, but she is. And, you know, I kind of had that feeling too slightly, but everything he says is so genuine. He's 36. He's been looking for love. I think she's around the same age, and they both, they just seem like such a good fit. I hope that they work out because they just seem good. I will say I'm not obsessed with her kind of dogging him for having money like oh, you're so bougie, oh, you like to do, you know, you like to spend money on clothes, you like this, you like that. It's like, I don't really think that's the place. If someone has been single into their literal mid-30s and they have established themselves, they've invested in themselves and they want to spend money that way, I mean, let him spend money. Girl, he has money. What What's the problem? Like, if my husband, if I met someone when I was in my mid-30s and he had he was well off and had a lot of really nice things. I would not be dogging him for having nice things. I'd be like, dang, can we both get nice things? Let's do this together. Let's build an empire. You know what I mean? So I just think it's interesting. And I think it does come from, and you can feel it. It comes from just a place of insecurity. Um, maybe she, she financially doesn't have what he has. And so she's insecure but girl like just build a life together but don't dog him for having his finances the way he has them so that's my thoughts on that but I think they're great together I think they're compatible I hope that they work out 
they make me happy because they found each other. They're just two people that just are lovely and wonderful and are so deserving. And I hope that they work out. I hope so, so bad. Okay, can we just talk about Marshall and Jackie for a second? I literally would date Marshall so, so hard. I literally, he is so handsome and so sweet and so emotional. I love I love emotional guys. Like, I always have. Like, I just think it's so cool because, like, guys are supposed to, you know, be manly and tough and that's, we need them to be protectors. But, like, I love when guys can just, like, open up about how they feel and be vulnerable and real. And I think Marshall really is like that. And he just opens up about how he feels and it's just, it's honestly just so good. But then Jackie, you know, like, in her promo video, like, for the trailer of this season, she's like... I am not toning down the attitude and whoever is with me has to deal with that. So I think he, she kind of has that like take it or leave it kind of attitude. And it's like, I get where, you know, one might be coming from where they're like, hey, I am who I am. And, you know, that is who I am. But you got to at least have that energy of like, hey, these are my warts. These are my weaknesses. Am I willing to become a, a better version of me as I grow? Of course is this who I am today? Yes, you know, and um, so I think her approach, I, I think it does just come from, you know, being wounded in this life. We get wounded, and sometimes when we're wounded, we, you know, we put up these, these, you know, tough defensive facades of, like, I'm not changing, and, like, you better deal with it, and I think it just comes from hurt, because they will fight, and she just seems to be a little bit unstable, and when they fight, it's like, ah and it doesn't make any sense and and she's unhappy and he's trying to help her and I don't know she just doesn't seem emotionally and mentally so stable and then she'll just cry and say I'm so sorry I didn't mean to hurt you like I'm so sorry and just sob and you can tell she's just someone that's been wounded and hurt and just wants to be loved and just needs real love I just don't know if if she's going to be able to heal with Marshall or if this is you know, a learning experience that maybe in the future she can get there with someone else. I don't know. I'm not sold. I, I have concerns about that. And, you know, I'm not really sure. But Jackie is also getting hit on by this Josh guy, which gives me the worst energy. People like that. People like this Josh guy that was effing with freaking um, Marshall at that, like, at um, Chelsea's birthday party. It's not the vibe, dude. It is not the vibe. You are being sketchy. That Josh guy, he is trying to slide. Then he literally is like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And Marsh's like, what are you talking about? And then he goes over to Jackie. He's like, I'm still into you. Let's do this, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you never opened up to me. What are you talking about? And so I think she's really confused. She's also like, why are you even trying to hit on me? We didn't even have anything that real. And Josh is just trying to get in there, but I don't trust his intentions. He gives me the worst energy, worst vibes. I just, I don't know about that guy. Marshall is so sweet. I just don't know if Jackie and him are going to work. Also, Josh trying to get in between Marshall and Jackie. It's just, I don't know. I do know that I'm really excited to see it, though, because it's those kind of episodes that are just so interesting to watch. I love it so much. I stan a love story as much as the next girl, and there's something to be said about the days of handwritten letters 
romantic courtships like stories written in the days of Jane Austen. The long, beautiful dresses, innocent affections, the handholds. Take a break from our modern life of swiping and cringe for states. I know you know what I'm talking about. To the age before us with our sponsor, House of Bennett. Get it? Like the Sisters in Prime Prejudice. House of Bennett offers Jane Austen merch, tote bags, jewelry, stickers around all of your favorite classic literature dramas like Pride and Prejudice, Jane Eyre, Even Little Women, all the classics. Go to houseofbennett.com, H-A-U-S of Bennett, B-E-N-N-E-T.com. Use code NOTBASIC10. Again, go to House of Bennett, H-A-U-S of Bennett, B-E-N-N-E-T.com. Use code NOTBASIC10 to get started. And you know we gotta talk about freaking Bliss and Zach and Irina. Again, guys, if you have not seen this part, like, skip ahead of of this season of Love is Mine. Okay, so Irina and Zach. Irina and Zach, they had a connection. Bliss and Zach had a connection. Also, can we just talk about how Zach saying to Irina, oh, my heart, that was so disturbing. Zach, if you're listening, I'm sure you have the best of intentions, but that was so disturbing. That was so disturbing because... It was the way he was singing, and it was off-key, and I don't think he can sing, and it's just, like, it's that, like, read the room, but there was a wall. I just, it pains me. It literally pains me. I don't know. I've had guys try to sing to me before, and it is the most uncomfortable thing absolutely in the universe, and I love music, and I love song, and I love instrumental everything, and I love lyrics. I'm, like, I love 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 music but holy crap singing to someone it's just uh it's giving uncomfortable I I I can't I literally can't I'm literally like unless you're Justin Bieber I just can't do it I really can't like I love singing myself but like I would never I can't I cannot pull out a guitar and just start singing to someone through a wall like literally it would have to be a special circumstance, like, a special circumstance where I would, like, sing to someone. I don't even know. I just, that, to me, feels so uncomfy, and when Zach did that to Irina, I literally was cringing. I could not handle it, and then, like, when she was, like, when they saw each other, she's, like, why are you staring so much? You're creeping me out, and then he's, like, what are you talking about, and then he kept staring, and then she was, like, you look like a cartoon character, and I'm, like, oh, my gosh, and then when they broke up, and they were both just, like, we've been so miserable, and then he's, like, I can't stop thinking about Bliss, and then he's, like, I can tell you're into Paul, which is, okay, right? Micah and Irina are supposedly ride or dies in the pods, and then Irina's into Micah's fiance, and then Micah's pissed at Irina, but Micah's hitting on Chelsea's fiance, Kwame, so I'm, like, dude, late make your bed lie in it literally you are flirting with someone else's fiance so yeah Irina did that and you guys are best friends and that sucks that she's kind of into your fiance but you're literally hitting on someone else's fiance like it's all complicated it's so complicated but anyway then Bliss and Zach meet right so Irina and Zach they decide oh we're not going our separate ways whatever Bliss and Zach meet 
in person, obviously, they were falling in love with the pods, and then he decided to go with Irina. They meet in Seattle face-to-face, and you can tell Bliss is just so into him. I'm, like, so freaking confused because I'm, like, I could never. But this is just the perfect example that there is literally someone for everyone. Literally. Someone for everyone. So, I will say this. Never, ever, ever, ever feel guilty about rejecting someone because you're rejecting someone's number one choice for someone else. So like, if you're like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad. Like, oh, I should just date him anyway. Or I should just date her anyway. Like blah, blah, blah. Like, first of all, we got to like the ego, we got to bring it down because every single person is special and in their own way. And at the end of the day, it's like, if you're not into someone, you're just going to allow them one step closer to their future person their future husband or wife so I would say full send it if you're not interested let them go and that's where it gets complicated because then you have the oh I'm kind of interested or I just need a fix or I'm half interested I can't decide it's like oh gosh this is why dating is so confusing because it's like you like someone but then you're like I don't know if I would be with you long term or you are obsessed with someone and want to be with them long term and they're like I like you but I'm not sure or it's like ah and then there's like you like each other equally and then there's morals or values or lifestyle questions in the way of how we live our lives religion politics oh my gosh this is why it's hard to meet someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with because there's so much that goes into it you could be completely in love with someone but values and lifestyle and religion and all that stuff, I've been there. I have been there. I'm obviously speaking from experience. Y'all can feel it in the passion. But anyway, that's a whole vibe. But Bliss and Zach, they meet each other in person. She is like into him. I'm like shook. My sister Allie and I are watching it and we're like, is this freaking for real? This is crazy. Anyway, mind blown completely. Zach and Bliss end up getting engaged. You can tell there's like still some friction there. She's still a little bit untrusting, but holy crap. Um, I'm here for it. I'm I'm really into it. I saw this TikTok of Zach. He had like a beard and he started talking about something postseason. I didn't watch it, but I'm just like, oh my gosh, what happened? I want to know so bad. But then I also don't want to know because I don't want the season 10. It's like this, ah, you know? But um, anyway... Uh, it's been so good. So, I don't know. But one thing that I will say is I'm loving this season. It's so, so good. I'm so excited for the three episodes to drop tonight. My sister and I are going to watch it. I'm so pumped. It's going to be so good. Okay. Now, I also said that I wanted to talk about some do's and don'ts in dating. Do's and don'ts. Because I was listening to this podcast, okay? And they were doing like a give, we're going to give our hot take kind of thing. So like send in something that's going on in your life and then I'm going to give my hot take on the situation, right? So they don't call it that, but that would be my version of it. But anyway, this person writes in and they're like, what did they say? They were like, oh, it was a guy writing in about his girlfriend. He's like, my, he's like, I don't know what to do. You know, me and my girlfriend have been dating for a while She was really fit when we got together. She's put on a little bit of weight. I'm still attracted to her, but I would prefer if she slimmed down again. I'm, like, crying. But um, it was interesting because it was a husband and wife responding. And the husband was like, hey, if 
you better break up with her because you're not gonna be happy and she's not gonna be happy if you tell her that you're not happy with her body and then his wife was like oh no 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 he needs excuse me he needs to absolutely back up and not say anything about his girlfriend gaining weight because life happens you should check on her see what's going on mentally in her life that would cause her to gain weight and obviously there's different reasons sometimes even we're happier and so we gain weight or or we're struggling and we gain weight there's different reasons right and so she's talking about that it's like so interesting because it's like such a feminine like the feminine is obviously going to understand that there's so many reasons that we gain weight especially as females and guys are just funny about it because you guys have so much more muscle mass than we do so you naturally burn and of course there's guys that are overweight of course but it's just easier for women to gain weight like I could eat the same thing as my boyfriend and he could have a six-pack or really 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 lean and I could be overweight because you just have to eat just your macros and your exercise and how much you eat it's just when you're like shorter and you're female and it's so complicated, right? So, and obviously it's like, I've gained weight since COVID. There was so much stress. And then I had been through some emotional life trauma stuff. So those things together, I gained weight. And then the job I was at, we would go out to eat a lot. So I was eating out a lot, traveling a lot, eating out more. It was just like so much and obviously whenever you eat out it's just more caloric than when you cook for yourself right so yeah weight gain is so real then if I concussion so that it's like I no one wants to gain weight it happens to the best of us but anyway I just thought it was so interesting because he was basically like the husband was like giving the advice was like hey you have to realize culturally for us men like visually like physical attraction is more important than it is for females because females can be attractive in so many different ways but literally physically looking at a woman and being attracted to her is so important for a male and I'm like I get that but I just thought it was such an interesting take because it's like oh my gosh and then she's like well why don't why doesn't the person who wrote in just you know encourage that lifestyle by living it and they can live it together and he's like no, because then what if she doesn't want to and then he's going to be unhappy and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's actually really complicated. But if I had to give my advice, if someone was saying this to me, because I, I, I want to say what I thought too, because I thought this was such an interesting take. But I do think if someone asked me this question, if this guy asked me, hey, Maddie, my girlfriend's gained weight. I'm still attracted to her, but I would prefer her to lose the weight and be what she was before. I would have a similar take to what that the girl I was listening to on the podcast, the wife and the husband. I would have a similar take to the wife. Obviously, it makes sense for both female. But I would also understand where the male is coming from where he's like, I need to be physically attracted to her. So I, I kind of agree with the wife in saying, hey, let's focus on getting well together. You know, like... If, if my husband someday, like, he put on a lot of weight, I would be like, first of all, I'm in love with you, but I'm concerned. And if maybe you're like, man, I'm not as attracted as I once was, there's so much more to attraction. Again, I'm a female, so I'm taking the same angle as the wife because we're different. For men, I realize it is a lot different. So I do think, you know, preparing healthy meals together, you know, like, you don't even have to be like, oh my gosh, babe, you've gained weight. It's really concerning, blah, blah, blah. You could say, hey, like I've, I've noticed like 
you're not, you know, doing what you normally do with like your eating has changed and things like that. Maybe you're, you know, are you, how are you feeling on the inside? Like, you know, I've just noticed some changes in, and just like your lifestyle, like, are you doing okay? Literally, if someone said that to me, I would literally cry out of just like, wow, someone cares about me. Like if someone was like, Maddie, like I've noticed like you've had like, you know, like your lifestyle changes. Like you just seem, you know, oh my gosh, one of my best guy friends will literally said that to me when we saw each other. He's like, you just seem like you're stuck a little bit and things like that. And just him like having enough care for me to like say it. Yeah, it's hard to have those conversations, but that's when you can take action when when people talk to you. So I definitely, if I was giving advice to that young man, I would definitely say, hey, check in on her. Just like the wife said, check in, like check in on how she's doing. Is she doing better? Like, is she healing? So that's why she's putting on weight because she's just happier now. Is she putting on weight because she's depressed, anxious, um, you know, she's got trauma. And I think just like doing things together, being active together. Oh, let's take a hike. Oh, let's go to the sauna. Oh, let's um, go get smoothies. Oh, let me make you breakfast and just eat healthier together and just be like, Hey, like I really want to work on bettering my health. Like, would you be willing to do it with me? Or like, I really want to work out, buddy. Like, would you work out with me? Like, you don't have to like come for her weight. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it will come off. Like if you just like live an active lifestyle and eat well, and sometimes we just gain weight, but like having someone comment and just be like, Hey, like I've noticed some lifestyle changes. Are you doing okay? Hey, let's like do it together. You know, I don't think that's a big deal, but I definitely don't agree with the husband. that was like, break up with her because if you're not happy, she's not going to be happy. I don't think that's necessary. He's obviously still attracted to her. He just would prefer for her to be a little bit leaner, which, hey, it happens. So I would just take that angle, and that's my thought. Guys, let me know what your thoughts are. Also, one thing um, that I saw on TikTok, I saw this this person. They were going around BYU, and they're like, question, um, how long do you think that people should date? And then everyone was like, two months, a year, see each other in every season, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I went to BYU-Idaho, and I literally say the same thing, at least a year to see each other in every setting, and every season, like all parts of the year, and really just have enough time to have conflict, to be able to see each other in different settings, I don't know, go on road trips, vacation, spend time with each other's family, see each other's stress, mad, whatever. But it was just interesting because I'm like, oh my gosh. And all these people in the comments are like, these people are so out of touch for reality. It's like, well, when you're living the law of chastity, yeah, you're going to get married faster. But also, you got to be strategic. So I also think it's super important to balance the two. It's like, well, yes, you're trying to save sex for marriage. But you also really need to be, you know, cautious of going into marriage with someone and get to know them. So I think it's that balance of like, okay, dating for enough time that you can really get to know someone while also like being reasonable that you want to move forward in your relationship so I just think it's super interesting but one thing that I do have to say my last hot take that I have to say is I do think that I was talking to one of my best friends about this and she was going on a date and she's like 
I feel because she was going on multiple dates with different guys and she's like I have to tell the guy that she likes out of the guys she's dating because she's dating multiple guys because she's single and she's just going out with a bunch of people she's like I just feel like I have to tell her like number one choice that I'm seeing other people like but I really want to be with him but I blah 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 I'm like girl okay slow down pump the brakes you don't have to say I'm dating all of these people. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like, if you're not exclusive with someone, then you don't owe it to anyone to say, this is the X, Y, and Z of what I've done, right? It's like, I think that we have to remember, like, when you're dating, you don't have to show all your cards. You don't have to show everything all at once, especially if you're not exclusive. And even if you are exclusive, do it within reason. Like, take steps as the relationship matures and reveal more as you go forward as you go toward courting and you know engagement potentially like I think sometimes we think oh my gosh we just have to like put it all out there and oh my gosh I'm seeing this person this person but I like you the most but I really want to date you but you don't want to date me but I'm hanging on below it's like whoa you can say I want to date you exclusively until then, let me know. You know, like, you can just tell them what you want, but you don't need to beg them for it, and you certainly don't need to tell them everything else that you're doing in your life. I think there is something that is, it's, it's just the stop sharing too much unneeded information when you don't need to, if you're not in a committed relationship. I think we need to remember that the mystery of dating is important, and especially at those beginning stages, you know, like keep them guessing. Like the chase is fun. It's part of being a human being. If you don't like the chase, I'm shocked. I'm all about the chase. It's so fun. And yeah, that's like literally my hot take is don't show all your hands at once. That's a dating do and don't. Um, also dating do and don't, don't, don't trip when your, um, boyfriend or girlfriend or your person gains a little bit of weight build a healthy lifestyle together, go on hikes, drink green smoothies, exercise together, you know, like better yourselves together. Like let's not point fingers. And Hey, if you really care about someone, you're going to want them to be healthy and have the care enough to say, Hey, like I've been noticing some changes in like just your overall like well being. Like, are you okay? How are you doing? Do you feel good? Like, let's get out. Let's get moving. You know, like, I don't think yeah, it's a hard conversation to have, but let's, we gotta have them, you know? Again, we all gain weight, we all lose weight, we all maintain, we all, we've all been there. So, you know, it's just part of life at the end of the day, but, um, yeah, I would say my hot take before I finish about how long today, I agree, I do think that you need to see each other in every season. If I had to put, I would definitely say dating a year, at least I've dated people. My first boyfriend I dated for almost three years. My second boyfriend I dated for around a year. And then all of them after that has been anywhere from three months to six months since. Um, I think. So, yeah, I, I'm telling you right now, a year is literally nothing literally three months when people say they've gotten engaged after three months I'm like you're insane you're absolutely insane you can fall in love with someone and be like oh my gosh this is the person I want to marry blah 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 blah." but like getting engaged after 90 days I think that's absolutely insane 
if you guys come for me, if I do that, I will be floored. Literally, I just, I've dated so many people for that long and it's literally no time. No time. I guess if it's the person and you're both just like gun-ho, but I, it couldn't be me. You have to see people's patterns. You have to see what they're like. You have to get to know them. Like, you can fall in love with someone very quickly. 100% I've done it. It's human, but really knowing if it's a compatibility, like if it's really good for the both of you, that's where it's at. Okay, those are a few of my dating do's and don'ts. I might add a couple of those every episode or every episode or two. Also, one of my best friends just had a baby and I'm so ecstatic. And I love her already. But yeah, she had her baby last night and I just threw that in right there because I just had to. But anyway, wrapping up the pod, I just want you guys to know that you're loved you matter. You matter. You listening matter. You matter to somebody in this great big world and multiple somebodies. You matter to me. If you ever need love, support, anything like that, I'm here. Even if we're not close friends, even if we don't know each other by name, please reach out. I know I have listeners from different parts um, of the country and even in the world, which is absolutely crazy to think about, but you are loved. I hope you you know, can really know that and feel that. Um, anyway, guys, I love my kings and queens. I hope you guys have a, honestly a terrific weekend. Easter Sunday, Jesus is risen. He is alive. He's our savior. He loves you more than anything else. And he really did rise and he rose from the dead and he is a living being and Christ is real. And it's the best thing in the entire world. So I hope you guys have a wonderful Easter with family, friends, loved ones, and remember your savior this weekend. And it may feel like Friday and it, but Sunday always comes. So those are my closing thoughts, but I love you guys. Have the best weekend and I'll see you later. Bye-bye.